This episode of the TDLA podcast is brought to you by the Let's Just Fap app. Can't get a date on OkCupid, Tinder, or Hinge? Tired of people getting offended when you ask them for a dick pic or a badge badge? Then you should check out the Let's Just Fap app. Looking for someone to be there physically but not emotionally? Let's Just Fap app. Tired of your parents loving everyone you bring over to meet? Let's Just Fap app. Tired of being married to the love of your life and looking for a good reason for them to divorce you? Then Let's Just Fap app is for you. The Let's Just Fap app cuts out all the small talk and courting that happens on most dating apps and gets right to the nitty gritty so you can get to the fun without wasting too much time or money. We asked the two dudes in LA to try it for a month and report back what they thought. Well, to be honest, it really made me depressed. There's a lot of people out there that you know, really have some serious issues who should probably see a therapist, but the only way that they know how to deal with their feelings is trying to hook up with random people. Uh, Sounds like another satisfied customer on the Let's Just Fap app. So download it now on a jailbroken iPhone. Let's Just Fap app. Cut the crap and get to the fap. Hello and welcome, dear listener, to this humdinger of an episode of the Two Dudes in L.A. podcast. In this episode, the dudes talk about relationships, the Oscars, and Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Then the dudes try something new and play some fun improv games. After that, they play Don't You Dare Laugh, and the dudes try not to laugh at people on anesthesia. So chill the F out, homie, and listen up as we assuage your eardrums with the dulcet tones of the TDLA podcast. I'm on the deep end, watching the hard I'm on a real round. <laughs> Give me an Academy Award. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the award goes to... Alex Watson. Thank you, Lady Gaga. Sit down. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to another... Wait, wait, wait. My name's Kanye West, oh, and shit. Beyonce deserved this award. This is the Oscars, bitch. Get oh. off. Get off the stage. All right. Thank this you. Continue. A... <laughs> this is going to be a fun episode. I'm all loopy-doopy and nervously Lou, because we're going to I'm get all there. jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> and cocaine. Actually, yerba mate. I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. Yeah. There we go. See, we're just... We're just rolling with the with the video. What am I saying, guys? We're getting off to a great start. Welcome to another TDLA podcast. Woo! Give yourselves a round oh. of applause. Thank you, audience. live audience. Thank you. Thank you wow. for showing up. Hey! No, okay. Well, our audience probably hasn't seen. Oh, one dude. Okay, oh, one dude saw you. Bohemian Rhapsody, which actually <laughs> probably would check out. Um, did you end up seeing Bohemian Rhapsody? did yeah me too we'll talk about that in a second but before we do ladies and gentlemen give it up for my host sean fawson please oh yeah come on guys there we go i don't know what took y'all so long it was probably because you posted that racial slur the other day oh yeah (laughs) he did not that was not he did not actually do that uh how's it going man going pretty well thank you that's great Um, so yeah i'm i'm your host sean Hmm. And this is uh, this is a guy that I some dude I, I saw one day, and I was like, <laughs> "This guy's got it." Thank you. He's, yep. he's whatever it is, he's got it. 
And it's probably somewhere in my stomach. Something's there. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Guys, the, the, on the, the jokes. soundboard is a little behind. What soundboard? <laughs> what are you talking? We're in a live studio audience. That's what audience. I call our audience. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, cool. tell, yeah. tell the world what do you got going on. Come on. Everything. Oh, my hell Everything yeah. is happening right yep. now. Boom. You. The you, end, everybody. The end. That's Thank it. You, That's our episode. <laughs> anyway uh, okay so i'm sean this is uh wadi i just gotta say we would be a lot more funny if we if our if our timing was a little bit better yeah. uh yeah if, I'm if our often, soundboard i mean audience was yes. a little bit quicker to respond yes i'm uh i'm watson Alex Watson, Waddy McFly, whatever you want to call me. You already know us. You've you all know been listening me. since day one. This is episode you know me. thirty some something or other. Thirty thousand fifty-two, I believe. Sean, yep. So um there it is. The signature <laughs> fart. So let's get down to it, guys. Let's get to what's really going on. Um, Sean, what do you got going on in your life? Uh, well, we already talked about your new job, I think, well, right? Well, I mentioned that I had a new job, but I didn't say what it was. Okay, if you're w- um, welcome to say it. So I don't know if there were any guesses in the audience or not. You smoke weed! Uh, it's not porn. Damn! <laughs> but that might be a little foreshadowing for you if you stick with us. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, if someone's listening, is going to be like, now I'm interested. Uh, yeah, no, so I left Best Buy and... I'm I've got a full time job in the cannabis industry. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah, it's it's been very and chill for those Utah listeners. That's cannabis is marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I know a lot of um, a lot of Utah people will know that. I'm just saying it just recently became legal. Or no, did you hear it? Like it, people voted it for it to be legal, but now like somehow in Utah. Yeah, but then somehow the government in Utah backtracked it. Is that uh, ridiculous? It's because Utah doesn't understand separation of church and state. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah, one more. Okay. There okay. We get it, audience. There it is. California's cooler. Of, we get it. A lot of, lot of applauses. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't, I haven't actually like told my family yet. <laughs> um, just cause I, does your family know that you smoke weed? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty known at this okay. point. So then, um, why don't you want to tell them? I just I don't know if they would take it seriously as as a job. You know, coming from a corporate kind of stable, I guess, job with benefits and stuff. To um, I don't know. I, I guess just for somebody who's not living in a legal state, it just kind of seems like this weird taboo. For thing. sure. Um, I have a lot of family members who don't know anything about weed. They've never tried it. So. Um, but it's, you know, I'm making as much, if not more, than I was at Best Buy, and I don't have to worry about <laughs> selling people phones and hitting numbers and stuff. Right now, I'm delivering, but uh, we're we're in the process of, they, I'm not we, they are in the process <laughs> of opening up a new dispensary, and they show me these, these 3D mock-ups of what it's going to look like, and it's fancy yeah it, sean's it been talking like, about it a lot so he's pretty excited about yeah, it yeah i'm excited to move into that it, it looks like the lobby of a five-star hotel it's it's nuts. pretty cool so it'll be it'll be fun and everyone's really nice um can we say what they are because we have a few la people maybe they want to start getting their weed from them 
Um, Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I want to shout out the the name. I just. I don't know. I haven't oh, thought of that yet. Okay. But uh, oh, and I got I got Dan on board too. Yeah. I don't know if you guys uh, know no Dan. If you haven't listened to his episode, Dan Sabin's episode, he's hysterical. But he's just been doing Uber, you know. So I was like, this is you can make as much money, um, and you don't have to have people in your car and stuff. So there you go. Um. So yeah, I've got Dan on board. We're having fun. I enjoy the people that I work with. My job doesn't stress me out. I don't worry about getting fired every day. So <laughs> that's the worst. Cause that's been my life, baby. Um. So yeah, that's chill. Do you want to get into the other thing already, or? I mean, if we're already kind of touching on it, if you want to. <laughs> um. So you guys might have heard me mention uh, over the last few episodes, like that I was seeing someone, and so that's. That is over now. Um, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't bad terms or anything. It it just wasn't working. Um, it was something that I, I was starting to see it as an an inevitability that it was going to happen eventually. So I just figured like sooner than later, you know, it just is going to get harder and harder to do. Sure. But uh, you know, I I really cared about the person. And I still really do, and. Um. Uh, it was it was hard. It was a hard thing to do. Yeah. Um. But I have I have nothing but good you know, goodwill towards them and yeah. um, positive it's, positive opinions. Yeah. It's always funny because like people always say how relationships are hard work, which is true. But then it's also like when is when is hard work become too hard work? Too much hard work. You know what I mean for a relationship. Yeah. And I think like. Just in my personal relationships, and you can let me know if you agree. I think it's when the hard work isn't seeming to progress or isn't seeming to like make the relationship more enjoyable. That it's like, like yeah. if the hard work's not paying off for anything, it's like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard a lot of people say like the first year is kind of rough, and like if you can get past the first year, then it's it gets better. But I'm I'm like. I don't know. I wasn't really even looking for a relationship when I got into it. Right. But I was very just impressed by this person. I'd never met anyone like them. And when once I got to know them, I was like, I can't let this person go. Like, I have to at least give this a shot and yeah. like, try and make this happen. Because I don't know when I'm going to meet another person like this. Um, so I really I tried as long as I could. And, and um, we, we tried to work things out. But if it was going to take a year to find our stride... I just I'm at a point in my life where I just got to kind of focus on, uh, you know, my career and stuff, and it's yeah. just it was, get, it was too much. It's too much. Like well, honestly, since then, it it just my mind feels a little clearer. Um, I'm I'm just kind of able to focus on my stuff without. I guess it's kind of selfish, but just not having to take that into consideration. You know, like sure. what is this person going to think if I go do this? I can just kind of be at my own whim like if i want to say yes to something and do something I, I don't have to explain myself or worry about what someone thinks so it just kind of frees me up a little bit yeah well and like my thought real quick on the year thing is i've heard that too but like i also have to like have a word of caution with that because i feel like some people end up being in like because i think you're right is what i'm saying it's like i think people are like can be in really shitty relationships but then they're like oh i'll just give it one year but like being in a relationship with someone for a year 
comes with a lot. Like that's, <laughs> I mean, you at that point have spent a lot of time with this person and like, I think start to look past a lot of really bad things that you shouldn't be. So I think you should do like, I, I think you approach relationships really well. And I've actually learned a lot from you mm, in that. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, you take things slowly with a grain of salt and don't get offended if it doesn't. I mean, I know this has been hard because this one lasted a little longer, but when you're starting relationships, you tend to not get too offended if it doesn't end up working out and stuff. But, uh, but you're also like, cause you could have been with her for tons more time, but it just would have been miserable <laughs> for you, you know? And it sounds like, you know, not to like that, that I know the relationship, but just like what I've heard from you, it sounds like it was pretty miserable for her too, but she just couldn't bring herself to like do it. So you kind of had to, to be that person. Yeah, I mean, it was, what it comes down to is expectation in relationships. Yeah. And really, if you can, if you can, especially early on, try and have little to no expectation of the person, it's going to be a lot easier because expectation just sets you up for disappointment. Yeah. Um, and you and shouldn't, then especially that leads starting. to resentment. And yeah. really, for the first few months, you're just trying to learn who this person is. Um, but I just, you know... Uh, so there, there were some expectations, and I understand some of it. You know, girls need reassurance. They need to be in contact and stuff. And so I was trying to pick up the habits of texting them regularly and, like, trying to be affectionate when I was with them and, and really trying to learn what their needs were and be there for them. But it just it never really seemed like it was enough. So I was trying to find this middle ground of, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick up the effort, but you also have to lower the expectations a little mm-hmm. bit and let's find that middle ground. But I just yeah. it never really felt like we found that middle ground. And, and I didn't, I didn't like seeing her like upset with me or disappointed in me for, for these things. And I just felt like I couldn't, I couldn't live up to it. Right. And, and I know that she's just a very naturally happy person all the time. And to see her upset or anything and knowing that I caused that, it was, it was kind of hard on me to see that knowing that, that was because of me. So yeah, and it's also like it wasn't like you were doing it intentionally. It's just who you were yeah. as a person. Yeah, I guess I'm just not a super. I'm I'm already a bad communicator, but I guess I'm just not super affectionate either. Um, and I've had that I've had that complaint with other girls in the past. So I I don't know. Maybe I suck at relationships, but um, either I need to kick up <laughs> the affection and and know that that's that's what it takes if I'm going to date someone. Or I need to find a girl who's not that affectionate and just uh, loves my my chillness and my <laughs> my kickbackness or whatever. But sure. But yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, not, you know, I'm going back to not worrying about that stuff. You, you know, I mean, I'm I'm down to go out and enjoy a nice night with someone, but I'm not looking for the next. <laughs> commitment or relationship or anything like uh, sure. just, uh, i've got a lot of big plans for this year so oh, yeah yeah we're at it we're at it baby so yeah so. thanks for listening to that cool what about you wadi what have you been up to well we kind of talked about this i think last episode um i am i've been doing stand-up or i took a class and just for all my haters out there, just because I took a class doesn't mean I'm an, I, I'm a sellout. Okay, I got a lot of messages on on Instagram and stuff. Chill, bros. It just keeps me committed, and 
Um, honestly, it's great to have feedback from like a working professional who can just brutally tell me, Hey, that's not funny. And, or, but see, that's the thing. Anyone can tell you it's not funny, but not everyone can tell you like, yeah, that's not funny. But if you do this, that's funny. Or if you do this, that's funny. Mm. So that's been really awesome and just kind of get into the habit. And so tonight is my very first, um, up show, which I'm pretty pumped about. Um, I don't really know how many, how many sets have you done now? You're, Ooh, you're getting into it. Three so, or four or more. When we first took the class, literally right after we went and did open mic, so that was once. Then the following week, Let's so I've done at least. I've done it. Well, I have to figure it out. <laughs> I've done at least once a week, at least since class started, and I think there's eight classes. Six, seven classes? Oh, so shit. probably seven. No way. Yeah. Seven wow, or so. Wow, I didn't even realize. Dude, I got to catch up. <laughs> <I> <laughs> you got it, man. I one yet. Let's do it, baby. <sighs> yeah. So so you're going to do five minutes tonight. Five minutes, yep. Cool. And it's been fun to see because I looked at my very first video um, of me doing stand-up, and I'm not even doing any of what I originally brought up. But it's interesting to see, like, just more how comfortable more comfortable I am on stage and things like that. So I mean, just in under ten sets, you're already noticing a difference. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, and it's crazy because like what what kind of final clip for me is she she used to be an improviser as well, and she would just tell me like you're improvising with the audience, like try and that helped me a lot because I kept thinking I'm alone on stage, like I am. That's something that's terrifying as an improviser because you're always with somebody. Mm. But she's just like, you're improvised, like you're telling a story that you've written, but you're getting a reaction. And then with that reaction, you're using it to further on your, your stuff. And then she said, if you're a really good stand up, you should really adapt to what they're, what they're responding to. And I was like, right. oh, okay, cool. So that's been really cool. Been uh, really looking forward to that. I'm really nervous. A lot of my work friends are coming. Wow. Um, but yeah, apart from that, uh, I mean, the Oscars happened. Yeah, that was pretty intense. I on Sunday on the or well, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody the Saturday before, and then I watched on Sunday Roma, Roma. Uh, what's the one with Lady Gaga? Star is born. <laughs> born. Wow, <laughs> Star is born, and um, Black Klansman. Okay, and I felt really terrible. Because I drafted out, drafted out this text message to send to you on Sunday. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to watch all these Oscar movies. Um, you want to come over before work and watch them with me? And then I hit send. And then I never hear from you. And I'm like, why isn't he texting me back? And I look. And I didn't send it. It's literally just drafted in there. And I didn't hit send. And I'm like, son of a. So I'm sorry. I, good. I had a bunch of free red box rentals. So I just I'm went not that crazy. mad. <laughs> he has a knife to my throat. Save me. Um but yeah, so that was really that was really cool. I mean, my favorite thing about it specifically, I, I don't know. I know you were working, so I don't know if you got to catch any of it. Um, but my favorite thing was uh, um, Into the Spider Verse won Best Animated Film, Yay. which was awesome. Uh, over you know Incredibles, which uh, Incredibles two, which a lot of people were were saying was going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the first time in how long that Disney didn't win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think animated. I think anytime Disney's had one up there, they've won. So I think Coco won last year. Yeah. 
um, which I think is it's amazing. So they deserve it a lot of the time, but this time it was kind of like nah. it's a tough one. I mean, yeah, Incredibles was great, Spider Verse was great, but Spider Verse was groundbreaking. Yeah, because like the story, like what I love about Incredibles, 2, I mean, Incredibles two was great. I just feel like compared to like the first one and other Pixar movies, it wasn't quite there. But to be fair, even their not great movie is is like amazing compared to like terrible movies. So like, because even the Good Dinosaur, which a lot of people say is like <laughs> the worst Pixar movie ever made, it's definitely. It, I mean, it might be the worst Pixar ever made, but it's not as bad as a lot of the terrible things that are out there. Um, yeah, I I would probably say that's my least favorite. I just I had a hard time wrapping my head around Brontosaurus farmers. (laughs) Well, for me, it was just like, ah, well, we got to kill his parents somehow. (laughs) And it's like, okay. Um, But yeah, so yeah. But so what what were some of the Oscar movies that you did see? I, I still haven't seen a lot of those that you named. I still haven't seen Star is Born, Roma. But you saw Bohemian Rap. Yes. What was the other one you named? Stars Born. Yeah. Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Haven't seen that one either yet. Yeah, Black Klansman. So I'm behind. Great. Black Klansman's great. Well, what did you think about Bohemian Rhapsody? Because it won, honestly, a ton of awards. Um, yeah. It won one for Best Editing, Best Sound Design, uh, and then Rami Malik, I believe is how you say his name. He won Best Actor. Cool. Um, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I would I would even rewatch it, which says a lot. Sometimes I just watch a movie, I'm like, that was good, and sure, whatever. Um, but yeah, I would see it again. I I really enjoyed the camera work in a lot of the shots, especially like the the concert scenes at the end. They did sure. some really cool stuff with the camera, and um, but yeah, it was just it was really interesting to just watch uh, Remy Malek's performance of of uh freddie mercury he yeah. was he was fun to watch and um i learned a lot i like i didn't know that um he had a woman and yeah. that he basically lived a straight life for as long as he could and i had um, no idea either yeah uh, it's so funny because queen is one of my favorite bands of all time but they're probably the band i know the least about right so, so yeah and then just the story of how they created the that album with bohemian rhapsody like how they went out into a cottage and just yeah i wasn't a fan of that mike myers line though i'll tell you i get it what was the line mike myers says something like this is not something that kids around america are gonna bang their heads to it's like very much like a to uh you know um wayne's world which i love wayne's world but i kind of i'm like we're trying to be in this world I don't know. Oh, you think he might have done that as a as a? Oh, it, it was confirmed. Like they literally had, yeah, it was confirmed that they literally oh, wrote it that day because of the at the beginning of Wayne's World, they yeah. bang their okay. So Bohemian Rhapsody. I I didn't catch that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it was literally like made up that day because he was there. So, <laughs> I mean, it's fun. Like I'm not like angry about it, but I was just kind of like, all right, come on, <laughs> yeah. put your dicks away. Like anyway. Cool. Yeah, but I will say my my big thing about Bohemian Rhapsody it won for best editing, and as an editor myself, I was blown away that it won because I was not. A, I, I agree with like the crowd scenes. I'll have to show you a clip to to those specifically. But as an editor, there were some editing moments that I was like, 
almost threw up. Because <laughs> wow. I was just... There's a scene where... Where it's right when they meet Littlefinger from... Oh, I don't think you watch Game of Thrones. But the guy <laughs> from Game of Thrones, do you know which one I'm talking about? He's the he's the guy who they're like, oh my gosh, he wants to meet us. And they're sitting out in, in like an outside cafe and he comes and pulls up the chair. And he's like, why does... Why do people want to know Queen or whatever? Mm. That whole scene. Mm-hmm. So that scene is just atrocious editing. And like, I've never edited. Okay, hold on. I have edited a full feature film. <laughs> but maybe not like a huge high budget feature film, to be yeah. fair. And I heard that they actually couldn't get the actors there on the same day. So oh, it looks like so they're they, all they there. Cut. So, okay. But it's very obvious when you when I say that. And maybe it's not obvious until like I point it out, but as an editor is watching it, it's just cutting so fast because the actor's not there. <laughs> so oh, it's like they have to show other... Yeah, I'll have to see if I can find it. Well, I guess but... then, knowing that, the question is how, uh, how much better could they have done given the situation that they had to work with, you know? But I think... You shoot it differently. <laughs> if you if you if they if they would have they could have just been like oh we'll rely on the editor which then it happens like that, but if you literally plan for it in shooting, and just be like oh well we'll have to make sure we get close ups instead of wides because that's why he's cutting so fast. Mm. But even then you could like I hate that there's a fly in here and it's driving me crazy. Um, I don't know. There could have been a lot of different ways they handle it, and that's why I just think. But even then, I don't think I think that would impact the editing because it, you can't. It, it's because ultimately it's the whole film that's up for best edit, editing, and um, you yeah, know, I don't know. I, I'm being a little salty. I'll have to try and find the clip uh, in a little bit. But that's an interesting um, point. I'll have to check that out. You have to check out Roma too. Roma is insane. You have to be in like a certain kind of mood for it because you know it's uh, it's black and white, which I love black and white films, but it's very slow and it's very like that's kind of the feel that I got from it. Yeah, but it's it's oh, the story is so beautiful and the cinematography okay. is. Oh, I think they're the ones who won for it. Okay, it literally feels like. Is it in English? No, it's okay. all Spanish. Yeah. And that's another thing. Well, it's in it's in. Uh, Spanish and Italian. No, there's a there's a language that's like an ancient uh, Native American language that's still spoken, mm. and so like Spanish is in subtitles, and then in brackets is when they're speaking that language. And the reason why they do it is it's very important to the story that you know that they're speaking the different languages. Mm. But it it literally feels like the cinematographer who is also the director and he won for best directing. It feels like he's literally taking the camera time traveling back to the i think it's the 60s dropping the camera just like hidden cameras they still move and stuff but like it just feels so real like it feels like you're just watching a window i'm sounding so artsy fartsy but it just feels like you're watching this life happen Hmm. it's awesome it's it's really good that's that's good because i black cladism is probably my favorite though sorry go yeah yes you would love it. I'm just going to say. I bet. I love all the actors in there. Um, we'll have to see if this isn't a big promise, but we'll have to see if we can get the writer on sometime. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you Didn't had, like, you meet him? Didn't I inter- introduce you I to him? I think I might have after that improv show. Yeah. And they were going to go hang out and we, we went and ate instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you met him. Yeah. 
no big deal, guys. Just hanging out with celebrities. <laughs> Whatever. Speaking of like Adam Driver, um, did you ever see the the movie he did with Daniel Craig, where they like they they do oh, a the heist, heist during one. the the race? The race. No, I didn't. But I, I it's on Netflix and or no Amazon Prime. Okay. What is so that I'm going to get on that. Logan Lucky. There it is. Yeah. Logan Lucky. Yeah, I know Adam Driver's character is really funny in that. So Adam Driver one. is so good in Black Klansman. He was up for an Academy Award, and I was kind of hoping that, kind of hoping he would win. <laughs> I was actually kind of hoping he would win. Or, um, funny enough, uh, oh shoot, what's what's the dude's name? Who's uh, Elliot? Oh shoot. He's in a Star is Born and he talks like this and he's and he's got he's got this mustache and he's known for his really oh, deep Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, there it is. <laughs> the dude he yeah, talks yeah. about the dude. Yeah, and he talks about the dude and he says the F word and it's it's the best. It's the best <laughs> it's the best to hear him just be just to hear him say I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. Cause he doesn't really like I don't know, he doesn't really at least I haven't heard him say the F word very much. So yeah. Oh here it is. I found it. <laughs> What are we looking for? Sorry, this was the this is the clip in in uh, really quick, really quick. It's very short. I'm sorry, you're looking at me like I shouldn't, but I promise it's awesome. Okay. I've got to make an impression, darling. You look like an angry lizard. Your best work. Just look how quick the editing is. Well, yeah. Cut, 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 cut. cut, cut. <laughs> and they're just sitting around a table talking and it's yeah. just like see but he's not there you've got a gift you all have so tell me what makes Quaid any different from all of the other wannabe rock stars I meet I'll tell you what it is we're four misfits who don't belong together playing to the other misfits the outcasts hmm. right at the back of the room who are pretty sure they don't belong either but see, why do they yeah. sell? So you get it. We, we get the thing. Mucho cutting. A lot of cutting. I didn't catch that the first time. Close. And see, and that's the thing is like ultimately that's a little really picky thing. But since I'm an editor and they won oh, yeah. best editing, it's like, <laughs> yeah. why couldn't they just like focused on Freddy, especially during that beautiful moment where he's talking about why they're, you know. Yeah, know. no, that's a good line. Yeah. That one. And then the line when he talks about like. Uh, basically how he's manifested this reality that he always saw for himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, yeah. I finally, externally, what I always felt inside. Yeah. He always saw himself as kind of this successful dude. And mm-hmm. it's pretty cool to, because that's, that's kind of how I like to think about myself. I'm like, I have this potential and I know that I'm going to achieve something yeah. someday. Yeah. And so once it finally happens, I'm going to be like, yes, I manifested it, you know? Yeah. But see, like it took them a whole year or like a year and six months or something where they weren't, they were just doing local shows, you mm-hmm. know, but it was finally when they're like taking risks and putting themselves out there. Like they sold their van just to make an album and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, I gotta make some risks. Oh, I'm so scared to make risks. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then there was no host, which I know you didn't see it, but uh, for me, it felt a little... Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, for the Oscars, not for Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, but I just did, for me, it was fine. Like, it was funny. That was some stupid drama, though. Oh, I know. <laughs> the world is so just weird and well, sensitive. And... <laughs> it's trying to find 
like it's the whole thing with Disney too. Like they're trying to find what is and see it's not them. What what they're worried about is how their audience perceives them. That's the only thing they're worried about. They probably didn't give a shit about what James Gunn or Kevin Hart said, but they just care more about oh what is what is our how is our audience going to react to this? Yep. And see they're overdoing it. And they're 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 doing it way too much and and they're starting to like pay the consequences for it. So they're still trying to figure out like when is it okay to back people who we pick or when is it okay to um, actually be offended? But see, in doing that, I don't know. It just makes them look extreme. I, I think a lot of uh, companies and studios are are jumping the gun really quick when yeah. when there's some kind of outrage over something and they don't really actually take the time to assess. They're just like, oh, you know, people are yeah. reacting in this way. We need to act quickly. Fire James Gunn. Yeah, mm-hmm. fire people or, you know, cancel shows. And it's like, really just assess the situation, you know, just because maybe, you know, 100 or even 1,000 people said something or didn't like something in the grand scheme of things out of 350 million Americans. It's like, let people get offended. You know? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Well, and like, there's certain things though that I, I agree that like do, do cross the line. Like I know we've had debates back and forth a little bit, but the Roseanne thing for me, but see what, but what I think is funny about the Roseanne thing is like ABC knew, like she wasn't just doing these things like, like she didn't just make one racism remark during her show. She's been doing it for a little while. There's some tweets you can look up, but they only cared until recently. Until the outrage. Until the outrage, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, in the end, I think I at least I hope it's doing more bad or more good than bad. But at the same time, still it sucks that like these great artists are losing their job for literally I don't know, tweets I mean, they said a long time ago or whatever. I mean, it's cool that, like, we, the people, the the public, kind of have a voice now and we can, we can express outrage and we can cause change in the world because of it. But I just, I feel like a lot of it is just kind of abused right now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, people are just getting upset over dumb shit, like our lives are just so cushy. There's like, there's no actual problems and there's no real enemies in our lives. So people are just looking for problems and looking for enemies. And it's like, we're, we're outing a lot of people who don't deserve it. Well, and also like we got to figure out a time of when it's okay. Like, when can we forgive people? Mm -hmm. Like someone was literally talking about John Wayne did an interview back in like the (laughs) sixties, fifties. Said something something racist, right? He said something. I actually think it was sexist. Oh, I can't remember. Maybe it was Probably both. both. <laughs> and it's like, man, like, it, and like, I, I like, let's John, bring him back from the dead. I, and <laughs> I know it's like, it's like, yeah, like, but like, there's so many things that go into it. And like, now if I found out that, that John Wayne was straight up, like sexually harassing people, that's a whole different issue. That's, that's, that's a bad thing from day one. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But but like we, we got to figure out when is it okay to forgive and forget because Kevin Hart's tweets were some of them were 10 years old. Like 10 years ago, let's see, that was what? 2000 uh well 2008, 9, mhm. Around there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. That was a long time ago. I was in high school. Or no, I was graduating high school. And like, I don't know. 
I, I feel really ashamed because I'm going to say it right now, and maybe I shouldn't because if I do, someone's going to find this podcast w- while while I'm working and be like, he said this in high school and he's admitting it. Um, but I remember in high school, we used to call each other F-A-G and like, oh, you're such a F-A-G or you're such a blah, blah, blah. And like my parents said it like it was nothing. Like everyone at school said it like it was nothing. And I am ashamed that I like now that nowadays and now that like I have plenty of friends who are who are gay, who I love, at you know, a hundred a lot. And mm-hmm. like the the fact that I said those words that would really offend them hurts me and like i've learned and i've grown with that but but like i have learned so much since then that it sucks that 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 i could be judged for that Mm -hmm. i don't know for something that i'm people like i heard something like people change dramatically every like seven years or something like that and so it's like that was over 10 years ago i don't know well i mean this is only a thing for the last 10 years i mean it's it's really weird to have to think like if if you do start com- coming up in the world and getting recognition to be like oh i need to check my myspace posts from when i was in high school and yeah. make sure i didn't say anything that's going to ruin my career today nobody's ever had to think like that before um and uh yeah people grow you know i mean we're there's there's people still alive today that were alive in the civil rights movement who probably you know they had they had racist thoughts and they and but they're still alive and they've probably changed over time and hopefully yeah and progressed and like yeah so we just have to be able to kind of weigh those and see where they're at now and where their heart is and yeah it it really logically it's not right to shame someone for something they did a long time ago as long as it didn't actually hurt anyone you know if it was yeah. just if it was just a word that well, meant then, something different ten years ago well and then also like. Like if you apologize and if you make steps and I know that's what like the real big controversy with Kevin Hart is, is a lot of people in the gay community think that his apology isn't acceptable, mm. but it's hard because it's like, what? Cause that's another thing people need to try and learn is like, what can be said and what can be done to make that right? Like people perceive people get it. People people make a choice to be offended. And, and a lot of the times I agree with, with why they're offended, but then also it's like, then you have to, you have to choose to be okay. You know what I'm saying? And like, and everyone has different points of view of what makes them like, what makes them forgive a person. Mm. And it's like, what, there's no way that you can make an apology that will fix everyone. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. The fact that he's doing it and trying I think, and I, and you know, here's the thing. I know that's going to be point out if this does get listened to down the line. We're two straight dudes, you know, whatever, white dudes. So what do we know? But like, we are the problem. <laughs> and, and I'm going to acknowledge that we are. Like, there's a lot of us. But see, I, I, I can only speak for myself that I, I actively support, um, I actively support diversity. I actively support like the LGBTQ community, and like. I didn't back then because I grew up in Utah. I had no, like I literally as a child have no choice. Like that's how I was grown up. That's how I grew up. And that's how like, but now that I've seen the error of, of like how I was raised, I make an active choice to be different and that's what I'm doing. And that's what I'm trying to do, you know? So, (laughs) Uh, 
cool. I, and I think just one more thing to add on, on what Please, you said, or just uh, just emphasize, is being offended is a choice. Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. Know, you choose to be offended by things. So really, you need a. You really need to. When someone says something and it doesn't ring in your ear that well, just just assess it and be like, what was that person's intentions when they yeah. said it? Was it malicious? Did they not mean it maliciously? So yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of movies, though, uh, we went and saw one. We did. I've been kind of looking forward to it because I really like the director. It, it was it was a while that we've that we went and saw a movie like together, so that was really nice. Yeah, uh, Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, uh, adapted Oof. from the manga manga. Hoof yeah. by two sixty-year-old dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, which I think kind of showed a little bit. Yeah. So Robert um, Rodriguez directed it. He's you know one of Tarantino's buddies. They did the yeah. uh, the Grindhouse. death proof yeah, yep. Grindhouse films together, and um, a lot of other stuff. I mean, didn't Machete. he didn't he direct what's the Spy George Kids. Clooney one with Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Yeah, Until Dawn or yeah, Till Dusk Till Dawn. Till Dawn. That's what I was thinking. So, yeah. Um, so that that really got me. I wanted to see that because I knew the direct the direction was going to be good. Yeah, and, and the three D uh, was great. Yeah, we went and saw it in three D, which action. I never do. I hate three D. <laughs> but but people at my work who are also like three D snobs were like, "No, you like it. You should see it in three D." I was like, "All right, so yeah. saw it in three D." Yeah, it was good. I think my one thing was the dialogue. Everything else was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just some interesting dialogue. Um, I mean, nothing. Nothing is perfect, right? The, yeah. The story was okay, but you know, just go into it expecting to see some cool action and yeah. some cool effects, and it's a it's a very. Um, I hope we get a sequel, especially with how it ended. For sure, yeah. Um, very well thought out world, like yeah, that was my favorite thing. Yeah, between the actual like city and backgrounds and the character design it was all cohesive and and went to it together yeah well, so. absolutely so check it out if you're into that kind of stuff see i loved it um what else conspiracies okay yeah just real quick <laughs> we got to do like in a conspiracy episode we kind of did did we already a little bit yeah we got into it a little bit okay so there's a new one that's coming up, which I'm I, I thought was ridiculous until I actually watched it. So Shane Dawson, mm. you know Shane from the uh, He's been Logan Paul with things. Star lately. He has. He had a big deal because that was his first documentary. I think was with Jeffrey Star. Um, but he did. He he does a lot of conspiracy theories. That's kind of like one of his things. And he did one that was like, just like a whole big thing, like part one and two of conspiracy theories. And a lot of them, I won't lie, were kind of like, oh, okay, like a lot of these could be debunked or whatever. Well, there was one that's caught everyone, like, f- like got everyone freaking out. Hmm. So, real quick, just type in here, uh, Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. Okay. Well, that's cool. Pops up like a little Chuck E. Cheese, then do pizza. Oh, like you have to... Yeah, you have to do pizza. Okay, and then go Images. So he's already up there. Okay, so his conspiracy theory is... Do you notice how weird all the slices are, like, how abnormally shaped they are? And how weird, like, they're coming out of? They're off-center. Well, his conspiracy theory was, just kind of random... Are they Frankensteining pizzas together? So basically, if you leave a half (laughs) slice to get, like, half slice, like, a whole half, do they just throw it away? Or are they taking it 
and just like Frankensteining two pieces together. So what the crazy thing is, is, you know, they look through a bunch of pictures like this. Cause yeah, a lot like what the heck, like mm, there's not even, that's pe- a good there, example. Yeah. yeah. There's not even like pepperoni that's like sliced on the other side, you know, like that was an, and like, yeah, this one too. So <laughs> that was their, that was kind of their big thing. And, you know, they showed pictures too. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. But then they go to Chuck E. Cheese. Just one that's like down the street from us, actually, and they <laughs> they go and they order a pizza, and sure enough, it comes out just like this, and they're like, "What?" And so they got three slices, two to like eat half of each, and then bring home to see how it would look, and then they ate one half and then left it onto another table to see what they would do with it, and so they're filming in Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> and this dude comes, cleans up all the table all the stuff and then another guy comes looks at the pizza kind of like really weird like not just like picking it up and taking it but he's like lifting up pieces and looking at it and then takes the pizza and leaves like really (laughs) weird stuff interesting and then um one of the employees recognized shane dawson and so she was like oh can i have a picture and she was underage so like they couldn't film or anything obviously without permission and so, but she, but, but outside he was like, so I asked her, I was like, so how do the pizzas are cooked? And she, I guess she got really like nervous. <laughs> wow. And he was like, it's like, do they like, and he's just like, oh, I don't know. It's just crazy back there. And like, you know, some, you know, you got to hurry sometimes and ha ha ha. And like really weird about it. So then they brought their pizzas home, tried to figure, like they took a measure measure and tried to figure out like how the cutting would work and the craziest part was they flipped the pizza upside down and like when you cook it when you cook like a pizza you can see some of the burn marks you know underneath Mm. it none of them connected with like their slice stuff (laughs) it just it was pretty crazy so i was like whoa so it's like that was kind of a weird conspiracy like the theory is that they're Picking up those old used pizzas yeah. and reusing them? Yeah, and just like uh... putting them together on this other side and then recooking them again. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is they did this where it was half cheese, half pepperoni. And like, it was very clear that it didn't look like, yeah. So Chuck E. Cheese, like you can read over like what we were looking at, but Chuck E. Cheese came out with this big like anti like no we're fine like like we don't do that we promise you we don't do that but now everyone's kind of like i don't know well i think um because because a lot of stories come out about um like kfc did this weird thing or mcdonald's is doing this crazy thing with their food and i think what it comes down to is maybe it's not a corporate thing where corporate is like do this weird thing but like the managers of like specific sure. stores or whatever are like being cheap and they're like doing they're cutting corners and they're doing sketchy shit and so yeah. it's hard to blame Chuck E. Cheese the the corporation for it but yeah there I mean there there's shady shit happening at the individual level I think at, for all kinds of food places yeah not just Chuck E. Cheese like and that just comes down to how that specific location is being ran yeah. you know but that's that's interesting dude I think about that every time I go to any kind of fast food place and I'm just kind of like just be really nice like don't be really mean to anybody and just you know yeah get your food and just you have hope to that kind of not. you have to kind of assess 
the the employees and how you think it's being ran you know some some places it just feels like nobody there wants to be there nobody there gives a shit yeah and then sometimes you go to a place where it seems like they actually like whoever the manager is they actually seem happy and they kind of seem like they take pride in their job and it's like okay i kind of trust how this person is running this place yeah well it's like if they have a clean if they have a clean lobby like where you eat inside or whatever then i i'm pretty safe with the kitchen but if their lobby is not clean I'm like, dude, something's They up. obviously don't give a shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I, have you ever worked at a fast food place? Um, I've worked in food. Like, back in my hometown, my grandmother owned, oh, yeah. owned a place. Um, but, I mean, I can speak from experience that she took every bit of pride in that. Yeah. You know, from the people that she hired to, I mean, everything was spotless and, and very well tracked. But... My, first, my first job ever was... Uh, Arctic Circle. Oh, man. <laughs> and um, I was 16 years old. And, like, I got to say that I'm, I'm like, people are not perfect. But, like, there was some times where, like, we had a cook that was just, like, who get offended about everything. Like, there was a cook who, there was someone who was, like, he had gloves on and everything. And he just had normal kept hair. It wasn't long or anything. It was, like, your cut hair. And like someone was like ordering and then he was, she was like, does he have a hairnet back there? <laughs> and they were like, no ma'am, by law, they're not required. And she's like, yeah, they are. Is he wearing gloves? And she, and then he heard. And so he's like, yes, ma'am, I have gloves on. She's like, well, I'm not going to eat any food unless he has a hairnet. Peace. <sighs> well, yeah. And I, let me just say that like, I don't know for sure if he did anything, but he's the kind of person who would. But see, if you pissed him off. Yeah, but like, don't do that kind of stuff. Like, if there's <laughs> if there's no reason for you to like, if there, I'm just gonna say. Wait, are you talking about the customer don't do that stuff or the cook don't do that stuff? Well, he was in the right. He didn't. He didn't have to have so you're the hair. If your customer don't act like that. Yes. Okay. Also, if you're working there, hopefully you're mature enough not to do anything gross to their food. Yeah. But just don't offend the people that you're. That is feeding you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I get so I get so confused with people who I have a lot of friends who feel very entitled when they go out to eat. Like my food has to be like you it, it just kind of becomes like it feels honestly like they're our servants, but they're not. They're people. We're yeah. equal. Like I don't know. And I Well you I can know. you can tell when someone has worked in the service industry because they, they tend to have a lot more empathy. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they try not to complain if they if it's not a big deal. Yeah. They they tend to tip a little bit better because they understand. I mean, especially like if you're in a if you're at a restaurant in Utah, that person is getting paid two dollars an hour. Dude. I mean out here nuts. in Cali it's at least minimum wage. They're making at least ten bucks an hour, but yep. um but yeah, if if you know, when I was working at Olive Garden back in Utah, it's like I didn't care. I honestly didn't care how people treated me. I mean, obviously you want to be treated not like shit, but it re- the thing that bothered me is if you did not tip. You could treat me like shit, but you you know, tip me something. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. unless I completely sucked at my job, but like if you can afford to go out and eat, then you should also make the conscious decision that you're going to you're going to end up tipping as well. Like Yeah. So ridiculous, but yeah, the, the, the service industry, it's, it's rough, man. It, it will humble you like dealing, yeah. dealing with people's first world problems and their entitlement. And yeah, there's it, a lot of places that don't have fast food. So chill the <laughs> hell out. Like 
it's really hard for me to sympathize with people's complaints. I'm like, that's not a big deal. Yeah, you and know? also like, you don't have to eat there. Like, if if that lady came in and saw he wasn't wearing a hairnet, just leave. Like, y- you ultimately risk. <laughs> and like I said, he shouldn't put anything in his food. I'm not saying he was in the right. If he did, I don't know if he did, but I don't know. Just just uh, how we doing? We're good. Okay. Just just I don't know. Be considerate. Jeez yeah. Louise, Papa Cheese. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So. Um, and Chuck E. Cheese, quit being cheap, people. Yeah. Quit being cheap, you beach. Um, They're probably going under. That's their problem. <laughs> I didn't know Chuck E. Cheese was still going on until this happened. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Have you ever been to Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like as a 90s kid, it was kind of a staple for birthday parties See, I and never stuff. went to no? Chuck E. Cheese. It was Jungle Gyms. Jungle That's gyms. where we would always go. Yeah, is that, is that where did that exist? It's basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just in Utah, or just in like one part. But there, I don't remember being a Chuck E. So cheese maybe it's around just because. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe you just didn't have a Chuck E. Cheese around. No, Jungle Gyms was like a basically a Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> nice. type area, and then the Fun Zone was another one. But we always did parties at uh, Fun Zone. Yeah, Fun yeah, Zone. Yeah. We also did one at uh, the Galleria. Do you remember mm-hmm. the gallery, 49th Street Galleria? Nope. That's what it used to be called where it's now a school, but it's it, it, you can see it when you're going on Bangadar heading north. It's Or not Bangadar, on I-15, I-15 when you're heading north. It, it used to be a school, or it's now a school, but it used to be like where you can bungee jump off wow. the thing. You don't know? <laughs> you see Well, I, I, I thought what you're talking from, about right now was the fun zone but it's not no it was it became the fun zone later okay so same same spot yes yeah yep. where it's right off i-15 they have like like laser tag and yeah yeah and arcades and magic mm-hmm. shows and yeah yeah that was or the hollywood place. connection i loved hollywood connection dude hollywood i'd go there connection. all the time they close too we're talking about stuff in salt lake yeah, no one cares <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> just random fun places to go to um, but cool. Yeah. Should we get into some seggies? Um, what else we got here? Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. So. Okay. So we, we thought we'd change it up a bit. We've been doing the kind of the same segments for a little while. And I thought, and Sean was nice enough to oblige, <laughs> that we'd play some improv games. Uh, so the first one we're going to do just to kind of warm up our improv sense. And these are very simple improv games that you can do at home with your friends. Yeah. Um, the first one we're going to do is called One Word, is what it's called. So the objective of the game is me and Sean. Funny enough, both of these games have to do with one word. But anyway, me and Sean are going to attempt to say the same word on the count of three. So we both start by saying completely two different words, and then we try and get closer and closer that we can eventually say the connecting word between the two words that... Then we we say the same word. And it's like, oh my gosh, we're twins. Okay. (laughs) So here we go. Uh, So just say a word here on the count of three. Just let me know when you got a word. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, water. Paint. Water and paint. Oh. Okay. Here we go. Wait, hold on. (laughs) I think we're going to get it. You say that, but I don't really know. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay. One, two, three, car wash. Oh, Oh. liquid and car wash. Oh, I got it. I got it. Easy. One, two, three, soap. soap. Oh, oh baby. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that cool. was a good warm-up. See, just like that. Let's do another one just for fun. Let's see. Think of a word. Think of a word. Okay, I got one. Nope, nope. Uh, okay. Okay. 
One, two, three. Spider. Whoa, that was scary. I thought you because we both had SP. Yeah, space and space and spider. Okay, that's that's a far one. That is a far one, but Uh, I got it right now. Okay. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Venom. Explore. Ooh, Venom. Explore. Venom. Explore. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Stanley. Ooh, Knight and Stanley. Okay. One, two, three. Batman. <laughs> Dang, see, we're getting good. We're good. We're good. Even though Stanley's Marvel, but you know, yeah, I know but comic books, right? But you said Knight and yeah. Stanley, so cool, awesome. Okay, next game. <laughs> yeah, that was quick. That was quick. I know, but it's a, it's a fun game. We we were talking about it earlier, and it sounded a lot harder. But we're just so good, you know. Okay. Okay, so this is one word impressions. So what happens is is we pick someone that we're going to impersonate in our minds. The other person gives them a gives them a word they can only say that word and we try Wait, and, i give you uh, the word i thought yeah. I, I thought i like pick a person and no, then no, i no. say one word to be that person. i give you a word to Ooh. say so but i have to use that word in my impression yes no no and you just say that one word you don't say a sentence just one word and if it gets hard we'll we'll move it to a sentence but am i choosing who the impression is yes so i have to use your word yes to do the to impression. impression that's what i'm saying okay yep. So if you want to start, do you have someone in mind? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay. Your word is porn. So you can only say that one word with your impression. Porn! <laughs> keep going, so keep saying it. Porn! <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Ooh, no. <laughs> you would have known Gilbert. Oh, that would have been go. a little bit better. <laughs> uh, wow. Porn! <laughs> This is oh, interesting, man. Um, can I can I end it with an exclamation? That's not a word; it's just a sound. Sure. Porn hula. Porn hula. Are you doing Al Pacino? Yeah. <laughs> Porn Al Pacino. Nice. That was was it Frank Caliendo that would do that impression? He's like, I got a dog on my leg. Hula. <laughs> no idea. I can't remember. Uh, let's see. What's a good one I can do? Um. Oh man. Okay. Your word is library. 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 Jim Carrey. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Dang, you got that yeah, in there. I guess this game works with the facial expressions. <laughs> sure, sure. You guys are kind of missing out on that aspect, yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, we're filming. Yeah, we haven't put them up in a while, but we will. Yeah, you got to see Watson's Jim Carrey impression. <laughs> Was uh, it good? <laughs> I mean, I got it. Right. Yeah. Um. Wow. Uh, who would be a good person? I don't know. I'm out. I'm out Come of ideas. Anybody, so. you can do it. Even if you don't think you can get the impression down like solid. <laughs> do you have someone? Yes. Can I give you another one? Yes. Um. <sighs> Comic book. Okay, that's two words, but that's okay. Um. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, comic book. Comic book. It's like a little urban vibe there. <laughs> One more time. Comic book. 
Shoot, I don't know. Martin Lawrence? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any any other? Um, come. I, I'll say one word to the end of it. Comic book, baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> or comic kizzle, my nizzle. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was obvious. Okay, so you're doing Snoop, huh? Yeah, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Interesting. Come on. I'm trying to you think gotta of get someone who's like recognizable. You gotta get another one. Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four, small amount of peas. <laughs> Family Guy. Oh. <laughs> Actually, okay, so just so you know, that's from uh, when they're playing Pictionary. Or no, uh, when they're trying to get somebody to say a word. Mm. And they're, and she's like, uh, the word is what? And he's <laughs> like, uh, let's see. I want to say who. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four. <laughs> um, who can I do an impression of? Just pick like an actor from a recent movie you saw <clears throat> and just try. Okay. 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 Your word is Zelda. Zelda. This is his normal voice. (laughs) This is his character voice. Uh, Zelda. Someone who's a heavy smoker, I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. Zelda. Zelda. <laughs> Do I sound like him? Just a, just a deep voice dude. Okay, Christian Bale, baby. He's British. Oh, well, I didn't know if you were being a character or not. <laughs> well, that, okay, that shortens it. Um, Say, say a, a sentence. This one's hard. Oh, man. We gotta get in these cars and drive fast. Vin Diesel? Yeah. <laughs> that was the terrible Vin Diesel. <laughs> we gotta get in these cars and drive fast. And Furious. I have not seen a single Fast and Furious. Wow. Okay, I had the first one. Okay. I've seen the first one. Nice. So I have to, I'll have to rewatch them. Wow, forever. that was terrible. That was so okay. Uh, let's just get into my favorite song. Oh, okay. okay, we're going to play that one again, though. Don't you dare laugh. <laughs> I mean it. Yes, Cheesy. yes. Cheesy. your coffee. mean it. All right, so every week Watson and I come prepared with three funny clips. Yes. Uh, we go back and forth trying to make the other person laugh. Yes. I think you went first last time. Yes. Cool. So I got... Anastasia. I actually have two this week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is a boy who is so high he did, forgot how many eyes he has. Real quick, for those who don't know, did you already explain it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it, baby. Let's just jump into it. Wait, I was trying to water. My eyes are thirsty. Give them a drink. They're thirsty? Yeah. Your eyes are thirsty? Yeah. You Doctor. Have, you have two eyes. Do I have three eyes? You have two. Because I see three things. <laughs> Doctor. You have two eyes. Do I have three eyes? 
<laughs> no, she's looking at you. You have two eyes. I don't believe her. I don't believe you. Who am I supposed to believe in? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Gotta love those, dude. You always get me. I love them. Okay, so this one is a... All three of mine are TikToks. Wow, someone's really been um, TikToking lately. Guys, I'm telling you, it's it was the highest downloaded app this last month. Well, it's because and you can't get rid of it. It's everywhere on Snapchat. It's and true. Instagram and they pick and... the most cringy things to advertise. But the best videos are trolling videos and people just coming up with original stuff, which is all that I subscribe to. Or, did I say trolling? Man, I got to stop this podcast. Here we go. So, <laughs> this first one is literally, I don't know why they recorded this on TikTok, but... Maybe they recorded it on their phone and then uploaded it to TikTok, to be fair. But this is just a crazy thing that happened, and you watch it. Okay. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Ah! <laughs> Holy shit! Ah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> so all that was... And the reason why I picked it is his reaction is much better than what's actually happening. But a little squirrel has gotten inside his house and is just freaking out and is trying to get outside. And it at one point looks like it jumps at him. Yeah, like it jumps really high. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Ah! That's awesome. That's it to that video. Cool. Yeah. You ever had like a bird? The name of the clip is literally just called shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever had like an animal like fly into your house? We had a bird once. Uh, I mean, I've dealt with like mice and stuff, but not not like shit coming through the window and stuff. It's terrifying. Birds are (laughs) fine. Birds, I just feel so bad because birds are like, I'm sure they're flying in because they're like, oh, I'll find some food in this like weird shaped tree and then they fly in they're like this is not a tree there's cats and shit in here and they're like freaking out i don't know yeah but, it's funny how we get scared even though we could totally kill the shit out of birds and squirrels oh yeah <laughs> bats i've seen like i had i had a bats bat fly in once that was interesting but yeah. bats are the same bats are just like i want to get out too yeah. just leave me alone yeah so okay what do we got this is a this is a little girl who is just done me too, man. She's just done with this boy because, because he sassed her. Son of a... Let's get him. <laughs> I am done for it. I am breaking up with him. His name is Cole. I'm done for it. I am not gonna... I am not gonna do anything else to break up with him. I'm just gonna tell him that I'm gonna break up with him. I do not care what happens. Why are you breaking up with him? Because... Because he backsass me like this. He's out of here, garbage. Garbage dumping. Oh, dang. Garbage. Garbage dumping him. Muff cabbage. I'm just going to send that to the next person I want to break up with. Just be like, sorry. I am done for it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Cute. This one. Oh, this one's funny. This is a TikTok. That was supposed to be about something else, but then there's a conversation. So you're going to be a little misdirected because you're going to think it's about what she's filming. But listen to what's happening in the background. (laughs) And uh, this is just insane that people have these conversations in their house. But here we go. I just, I don't understand, like, why it wanted your password for my phone. That is weird. Because it it started out on your side and now it's, like, transferred all over to me. Yeah, because you do everything. 
<laughs> I don't want your iCloud pictures. I don't want to see your wiener. It's on there? I don't know. I don't have an iCloud. I refuse to sign into it for that reason. I've never uploaded my... I've never had a dick pic on iCloud. Okay, have you had girls? No. No, there's a new thing on Snapchat. Um, I'm not going to show you the pics. No, but show me how my, to get to My it. eyes only. Are you fucking kidding? And there's a passcode. No. <laughs> oh, how it's do I get cool. to that? Like, I, it's cool. So you swipe up on Snapchat? <laughs> I just like how casual he is. For eyes only. And, you know, you just send her a passcode. Like, I'm not sending dick pics over nothing. <laughs> I didn't know that with Snapchat. I thought that was the whole point of Snapchat. I didn't know they added this extra password thing. I now. think that's why it's getting, like, a revamped sense. Because now people can... Yeah, you can you can like follow people privately. Oh, and when they okay. when they send you something or send their followers something, it's not one that's like showing up on the normal thing. Gotcha. It'll show up over there. Yeah. Yep. So All I right. just opened up Sean's world. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's gonna go crazy after this. Nice, nice. Oh yeah. So we got another, another anesthesia. Yes. I'm trying to remember. Let's just get like just a get whole thing it. of anesthesia. The, I mean, it's it's an it endless ourselves. endless ocean. Oh, I love this. My doctor. Oh, his name is Dave. Mm-hmm. I know. I think he tried to touch my wiener. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> they don't do that. He got really close. <laughs> I think he was pretty normal. You don't have to worry. I think he was a cool guy. He didn't try and do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got really close. I'm Someone really wipe his mouth. That was a fart. <laughs> 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 oh goodness. Mm. Yep. Okay, so my final clip is from the Great Mind of Nolan. He is on Vine. Or Vine. He was on Vine. Okay. He's now on TikTok. He's the one who last time we did frat house drama. Mm. Yeah. So he has another one that's just a sketch. This is what things should be about. People actually putting effort into making funny videos or animation. or I'm even going to, going, going to go as far as, say, showing off cosplay. But I say that with an asterisk because... Some people just go out and buy Amazon cosplay and then show it off like they made it their own. But mm. if you make your own costume, then please show that. No. That's a whole other rant. <laughs> Anyways, this is just a funny random <laughs> This is just a funny random clip that cool. I think you'll enjoy. Hey man, I got your text. What was so urgent that I needed to be here? Just tell me, are you straight? Yeah, man, I have a, I have a girlfriend. You like her? Yeah, man. What what are you gay? Are you trying to hit on me? Yes. I'm gay. <laughs> so are you. What? You like a girl? Yeah. That girl used to be a baby, right? Yeah. Babies used to be sperm. What are you doing? (laughs) Technically speaking, if you like a girl, that means that you like her father's jizz. (laughs) Which makes you gay. Stop. (laughs) Makes every guy gay. It makes every woman straight. Even if they're a lesbian. Hey, keep your voice down. What do we do now? I, I don't know. I'm panicking. Okay, have you, have you told anyone else about this? No, no. You're the first person I called. All right. Just keep the doors and windows locked, and I'll I'll spend the night. Okay? You're gonna spend the night? Yeah. That's that's pretty gay. 
<laughs> oh, that's a pretty that fun thought, though. I that's love pretty, him. pretty. Yeah, that's something thought. that no one's ever thought of. See. Yeah. So he needs to be famous, but he is famous. So. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. All right. So for another segment, it's time for our. <laughs> Where's it at? There it is. Oh. Initializing listener email. Listener email initialized. Yep. 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 Baby. Yep. Tell me what you love. Okay. Uh oh. Am I on camera? Yeah. Watson's put me on the spot here. They can't hear you though. Stage fright. <laughs> okay, so we got we got some questions in, you know, would you rather stuff. Um, somebody would want to know, Waddy McFly, would you rather have no one show up to your wedding or your funeral? This is pretty easy for me. That is? Yeah. Let's say it at the same time. One, two, three, wedding. Birth. Birth. <laughs> <laughs> funeral, obviously, because who gives a shit? I'm not going to be there. Wait, you don't want no one to show up at your funeral. Right. I mean, if I had to choose, because literally, I won't be there. So. Sure. I agree. I'm on the same page as you. I can I... die thinking that people are going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, like, so wedding is a very happy time. So I'd rather be with people, you know, or I'd rather have people, if they're at something, they're happy for whatever is happening between mm-hmm. us or you know whatever mm-hmm. then that's something sad yeah so and also yeah i won't be there <laughs> so whatever Let's do whatever easy. you want with me throw me in the ocean uh and next one is would you rather play video games for the rest of your life or watch movies Oof. this one's going to shock you because obviously uh, i love films <laughs> Um, I will play I video games for the rest of my life. Feel I like said it. I could probably do more with video games. It's a little more stimulating for the brain. Yeah. Uh, a lot of replay value on a lot of games. Correct. You know, a movie is only an hour and a half, two hours. Where a video game, you can put in a hundred hours. A lot of them. Correct. So, um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of good reasons to do video games. But I would hate the idea of giving up films for the rest of my life. You know, That'll suck. But you could also argue that a lot of video games now have a movie-like quality to them. True. God damn. That's why it's easy for me. <laughs> video games, baby. I, I might have to go with you on that. Yeah. Thank you. Another another thing you could say is, you know, video games are interactive in the sense that you get to play with other people. Yeah. So, you know, you can you can interact Share with, experience. with people. You can do group chat, things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I love you movies, okay? And I still want to make you as my main priority. But video games have my heart. I'm sorry. So, this one's interesting. Let's hit, hit uh, Would you rather win $50,000 or let your best friend win $500,000? Uh, my first thought is if I chose to hook my friend up, would would it come back around to me too? Like. <laughs> I mean, I guess, would he, yeah. could, could they give me a hundred thousand of that five hundred thousand? You yeah. know, like because that in that I I win. Yeah, I get double of what the original offer was. True, true. I guess it depends on how 
whoever you pick. Do you have a best friend who you think would give you that money? Sure, yeah. I mean, I'd be like, hey, here's a half a mil, but, you know... <laughs> hook your, hook your boy you know i hooked you up like maybe maybe up. maybe like maybe we'll have the little stigma of they can or or they can give you money but you can't ask for it or you mm. can't give any kind of stipulation of it you just have to give it to them so you do you think you'll have a friend who will be like yeah. oh since you gave me the money i'll give you some i, I like to think so yeah <laughs> who is it give a shout out my, my buddy Meeks. Meeks, you think he give you some? Yeah. I mean, money, not give you some. But For sure. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know. Well, I have Meeks right over here. Meeks, come on! I'm not hey. Oh my gosh, it's Meeks. Hi, Meeks. <laughs> He's here. Meeks. Yeah. Okay. I would probably do the same, just because I also have a friend, Steven Rodriguez, Ooh. who, if I gave him that money, not only it would help him out a lot, it would also, I think he would get, like, I wouldn't give it he to him. He would at least buy you lunch, right? <laughs> yeah. But I think he would do it, and then, like, I think he would help me. Because he, he's very supportive of me being out here. So I think he would be like, you're the reason why I got this money, you know. And, and, and yeah. So it just would be, like, a win-win for us both instead of, like, because 50000 like, is a lot of money. But, like, it's, and it is life-changing in a sense, but, like. After like three or four years, that money's gone. If you're not, I mean, if you're, and that's even if you're being very like conservative, conservative with it, but like you could literally be like, I'm going to put that 50,000 in a house and then just get a like, pay off, you know, yeah. still, you still have a lot of money left over, but you could, you could have a really low down payment or a really low uh, monthly, whatever it's called mm-hmm. mortgage. Possibly, um, yeah. But still, it's like, but then with five hundred thousand, that is a hundred percent life changing. That is like, <laughs> it even, be. And even if they're like, give you a hundred thousand of it, they get four hundred thousand. That is still mm-hmm. super life changing. They could get a house. They could do, you know, whatever. So, now on the flip side, it would be really shitty <laughs> if you went up to your buddy. You're like, hey, buddy, here's a half a million dollars. Oh, really? What for? Well, I gave up fifty grand just to give you five hundred, and they're yeah. like, "Thanks," and they peace out. Yeah. You never see them. <laughs> I mean, and that's another thing is like money. Ha- money can definitely uh, change people. Like, yeah. It, it, and like, it's interesting because we don't know how we would uh, well, would react would act. I think me and you would just because we've been thinking about it a lot because we're <laughs> here, you know. But and we've seen what money has done to people, and like we mm-hmm. can like actually visually see it, but like. I wonder if it was someone small, like, you know, who live in a smaller town that got that much money. Like, would money would money just, like, destroy their life and, like, they would become kind of selfish or... I, I think um, a lot of people who don't have experience with money, and that includes us, mm-hmm. if they all of a sudden just came into a bunch, um, they, we, they just don't know how to use money. Yeah. You know, like, they, a lot of people who win the lottery end up broke. And it's yeah. like... There's no reason why that should happen, especially the lottery, because you're winning like if you're win- of if you're dollars. if you're coming into multiple millions of dollars worth of money, like you, there's no reason why you should ever be broke ever again. Yeah. But get it yourself happens. an accountant or yeah. someone who's like financially, a money manager. yeah, a money manager who doesn't take off. Because here's here's another thing I've heard in Hollywood is people do get money managers, but then what they do is they take off a top for how much you make. That's not the way to do it. I hear that's I hear that's mm. just a scam. I hear what you want to do is just pay them by the 
like just like a normal like a salary job or something. Sort of yeah. Thing. Yeah. Mm. So. yeah. So I, I like to think that it wouldn't change me and that I would be smart with it and that I would be set forever. That's, you know, it, it makes sense to me. I don't think that I'm that frivolous or whatever the word is that I just yeah would blow it all immediately. I just think that sounds but stupid. But then with your friend, you never know, you <laughs> yeah. know? So... Money, um, money, 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 money. Okay, let's pull this up here. Uh, which which story were you looking at? Let's look at. I got it pulled this, up. This is going to be potentially. Oh, I had it on my phone too. Um. Oh, you do have it. Okay. So we like to close every episode with some kind of excerpt. We like to read something either funny or interesting or entertaining. Um. And Watson has a short story for us. Yeah, won't lie, these are just like a group of short stories, and I'm just going to read one blindly. I know it sounds like we were really prepared, um, but we're just going to see what happens. Hopefully this isn't racist or sexist, so, because this is sounding like it, <laughs> let's see how this goes, and I'll change it really quickly. So, um, a woman was flying from Seattle to San Francisco. Unexpectedly, the plane was diverted to Sacramento along the way. The flight attendant explained that there would be a delay, and if the passengers wanted to get off the aircraft, the plane would reboard in 50 minutes. Everyone got off the plane except for one lady who was blind. Oh, here we go. A man had noticed her as he walked by and couldn't tell the lady was blind because her guide dog lay quietly underneath the seats in front of her throughout the entire flight. He could also tell the lady had flown this flight, this very flight before, because the pilot approached her and calling her by name, said, Kathy, we are in Sacramento for about an hour. Would you like to get off and stretch your, stretch your legs? The blind lady said, no thanks, but maybe Buddy would like to stretch his legs. All the people in the gate, came, gate area came to a complete standstill when they looked up and saw the pilot walk off the plane with a guide dog for, for the blind. Mm. Even worse, the pilot was wearing sunglasses. People scattered. They People scattered. They not only tried to change planes, but they were trying to change airlines. Ha 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 ha! That's it? <laughs> That's... <laughs> that uh... was the dumbest thing! <laughs> Ooh, yeah! <laughs> that was the dumbest <laughs> Do you know if these stories are real, or...? They're supposedly real. Okay, I mean, so that, that makes it a fun element. It's... It's an interesting story that the the punchline of it wasn't delivered really super well. Really bad. Yeah. That was funny, right, audience? Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Or only funny when we ask them. Thank you. <laughs> and just for good measure, for Justin Roland, Roiland. There we go. Shout out to J Row. Yep. Who uh, was just on PewDiePie with Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. We should have <laughs> talked about that, too. Um, but, man, is that it? That's it, man. That Guys, is another so episode of Tidala Podcast. I hope everyone thought it was magic. magic. <laughs> I ruined it. Do it again. Huh? Do it again. No one heard it. Magic. Oh, good times. <laughs> we'll have to listen to that full clip again. <laughs> oh well thank you everyone for coming on the show coming on the show you everyone's the guest <laughs> on our show. Oh, oh well, everybody came on this show <laughs> uh thank you everyone for watching i'm nervous now that we're ending because my show is happening and i'm scared so let's just keep talking so i don't have to do the show <laughs> just kidding my name is alex watson 
This is... Uh, Mr. Poopy Bottom. Mr. Poopy Bottom. Thank you, Patrick Coffin, for everything. We love you. Please follow him on social medias because he uh. made all the intros and stuff. Uh. Follow us on social media. Ask us questions. Okay, bye.